It takes more than accidentally emailing the entire company your code review feedback to be a great engineer. This is Soft Skills Engineering, episode 244. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice podcast for software developers who don't know how to use email anymore because all they ever do is Slack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you take open source too far. What? What does that mean? Like everything should be public and viewable and mm-hmm. i can tell someone's been reading the public facing gitlab user manual or uh, not user manual what do they call it employee handbook yeah employee handbook i do read that thing a lot i kind of don't want someone to tell me if gitlab isn't really like this because i have this built up idea in my head of what it's like to work there from the manual which is very good yeah it is very good that's you know i've read some employee handbooks in my day well, not very much because they're <laughs> virtually impenetrable cognitively. But the GitLab one, that thing sucks me in. It's so good. Yeah. It's like TV tropes. Yeah. It's so good. You just see a link and you're like, oh, what's this? Huh. And suddenly it's five hours later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. We should have KPIs on the number of Slack messages that we send and make them publicly visible. And auto-update them dynamically in the employee handbook. Yeah, and put them live link them in the handbook. Yeah. Give me a month. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hang on. I can't do work. I need to update our handbook. (laughs) I work at a big company, and every couple months, email goes down because of a reply all storm Mm -hmm. where someone sends an email, and then enough people reply all saying, why did you send me this email that it just brings down 2 million people's email. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's the greatest irony, too. Oh, it's so good. And you can't and then people email back replying all saying, Stop replying all and oh it's just beautiful. Yeah. Or unsubscribe. <laughs> unsubscribe. And it's like every attempt to fix the problem makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I worked at a company that had a special like kill switch button to stop those things. I bet if you're like an exchange expert, you have some crazy stories about that that oh, yeah. I've only seen glimpses of. That's not what this show is about though. Not at all. And we should Thank our patrons. I want to thank these folks who get a shout out every single week. Thank you to Adrian Boarding, Roman Denisov, FizzBuzz Influencer, Code Lemur, Christian Polanco, Oladapo Fade, Kiaran Svainson, Ragnar Hardison, Nick Hathaway, Travis Sanders, Dennis Bogdanov, Braden Kane, Stephen Armanley, John Grant, Chris Hogan, The Agile Ventures Charity, Nick Cantar, Philip John Basile. Thank you to this illustrious crew, this mighty, what's another collective noun? I almost said mighty steed because that just seems like <laughs> what you're supposed to say after mighty. Mighty band. Mighty herd. <laughs> I called him steed and horses make up. Yeah. The okay. only word that kept coming to me is mighty murder. With like a murder of crows. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be bad. If you want to join this group, you can go to softskills.audio and click support us on Patreon. If you join and contribute any amount of money, you get invited to our Slack team, which is great. Has all these people and more in it. And you help keep the show going. So thank you very much. Wait, what else does it have besides people in it? The people that I read in the weekly shout outs and more than these people. Okay, got it. I I thought you were going to say something like parades because I know we had a parade once. And parades. (laughs) No, not yet. Maybe some chatbots snuck in there. I don't know. Yeah, there are are some chatbots, potentially. Do you want to read our first question, Dave? I do. This one comes from a listener named Nicholas who says, my coworker Alice reached out to me in confidence to say that another coworker, Blake, is leaving in about a month. These are fake names, by the way. All right. Blake told Alice in confidence that they intend to put in their two weeks notice next week. 
Making things better, Blake is our entire ops team. <laughs> it has a parenthetical note with a heart emoji, bus factor of one. And our startup was not planning on hiring anyone else into that team for three more months. Do I have an obligation to respect their twice removed confidentiality? Or <laughs> twice removed, what does that mean? Like Blake told Alice, Alice told Nicholas. Can Nicholas tell anyone else? Okay, got it. Yeah. Trans the transitive property of confidentiality. Does it apply? Okay. Yeah. Or do I have an obligation to the company and my remaining coworkers to push to start hiring their replacements sooner? I'm concerned that if I do nothing, it's a risk to the company because Blake plays such a critical role and we did not set up Blake in an HA configuration. <laughs> <laughs> HA stands for high availability for those of you who haven't had the pleasure of setting up RabbitMQ. Sorry, that's not just RabbitMQ. That's a lot of systems. But not Blake. <laughs> no, Blake doesn't. Do I mean, not, yeah. not this instance of Blake anyway. Okay. But I'm also wary of doing something that seems like an ethical gray area. I'm not in management, so I have no ability to directly start hiring. But I'm a senior individual contributor and pretty heavily vested in the success of this company and bummed about my dear departing friend and colleague. And bummed that my workload is about to go up as all of us need to become ops engineers too. <laughs> Help, I don't want to have to take the soft skills patented advice of quitting my job when the startup crumbles under the op team's, ops team's departure. <laughs> so what do I do instead? Huh. Yeah, I like the twice removed confidentiality. I think there's a precedent established, which is you can tell one person. <laughs> but not, as long as they're not in management. Yeah, and if, if the management finds out, I mean, you only told one person. How could it be your fault? Exactly. You're removed from the consequences. You need you need a plausible deniability play here. So you could tell someone and then immediately take one of those like drugs that makes you forget the last 30 minutes of your life. <laughs> and then you'll Yeah. You're like I don't know. I don't I didn't I didn't ever tell anyone that. <laughs> Do you know what a warrant canary is? I've never heard that term. But let me let me just guess. Okay. When a police officer has a search warrant and there's a little bird that delivers it, that's the warrant canary. The cutest little bird <laughs> yeah, with its little badge on. And... <laughs> yeah. It is not that. So okay. it is a way of dubious legality. I don't know if it's legal on earth or not to signal that your data as a tech company has been requested by a warrant from the government. So normally those come with gag orders where you can't say like, hey, by the way, we gave your data to the government because they asked about you. But what they do is they put up a web page that says, "We have not given our data to the government." And then if that date if that web page goes away, it's not like they told you they did. They just took down a web page. Yeah, they just took down a web page. Yeah. So what you need is a my coworker is not quitting their job canary. <laughs> and you just put one up for each of your coworkers and you show it to everybody. And then while they're all watching you, you uh, just like close a browser tab. <laughs> like, oh, the Blake one's not there. Yeah, huh? that's weird. What do you know? <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then news travels like wildfire. But browser tabs are closing all over the company. They are. Yeah. Okay. War I learned something new. Warrant Canary. I have heard that concept, but I just didn't remember what it was called. I just like the name. Warrant Canary. Yeah, I like it too. I like it too. Yeah, I had to Google it to make sure I was not lying. It is called a Warrant Canary. Yeah, this is interesting. The The fact that it could be an existential threat to the company makes this tricky because if it was just like our project might fail, companies have projects fail all the time. Yeah. But if you really think this person is a 
single point of failure for the whole company, then you have to balance this obligation to, uh, it's sort of to yourself too, honestly, it's not just to your company and your job and your coworkers, to all those things with like, is it okay to break someone's confidence? Yeah. Why do you think Blake told Alice? Yeah, because Alice clearly can't be trusted. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if this is Blake's way of just kicking off the notification process. Yeah, exactly. I think what I've learned from this is when I quit this company, if I don't want anyone to find out, don't tell Alice. Yeah. So the, the bad consequence that's always there is you could get fired right away. That happens to people in real life. And I... Though I don't think it happens very often. It's a small probability with a high cost if it does happen. So I can see why people are wary of this. This is So you're saying if you are Blake. Yeah, if you're Blake yeah. and you say, hey, in, in three weeks I'm leaving, then right. they might say, nope, in three minutes. And then you miss out on, I don't know, pay and plans. And Well, I have, I have news for this question asker. Your team and company are already screwed, even if you do share the information, <laughs> because guess what? It takes more than a few weeks to to hire a really good ops team, especially to replace an entire ops team as one person. Yeah. And then even if, even if you could magically hire that person like tomorrow, which you can't, but even if you could, it's going to take them time to ramp up and become Blake. Yeah. So you're doomed. <laughs> nihilism. I worked at a company who had a very experienced and crucial member of the operations team leave. And I had, I I was struck with fear that everything was going to come crashing down and it didn't. And I should have taken better notes because I don't remember. I have no memory of, of huge struggles that took place because of it. In my head, it just kind of continued smoothly. Probably like one person on the team had a really bad month but they were not as big of a bus factor as I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. I, that's often the case. Yeah, you might be overestimating the impact. Although, I don't know, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Maybe once Blake leaves, everyone will realize, you know what, we really should have adopted DevOps culture. Let's do this. We're all ops now. That was a thing that happened, honestly. it was This person was very good and very fast at doing things, so they just gathered more things. And when they weren't there anymore, the rest of the team had to... They couldn't just rely on this person to do stuff anymore. They had to figure out some of their own problems. And it spread the knowledge around a lot more. If this person is so essential to the team, it's possible you telling management will result in them getting a giant raise and staying at the company too. Oh, wow. Double win. So wait. It's not all bad. Yeah. Huh. Because if they know that they have three weeks to live instead of two weeks (laughs) to live, then I mean, yeah, it seems unlikely that they would say, Three weeks? What if, what if we had zero days to prepare instead and then just mm-hmm. fire him right away? Yeah, exactly, exactly. If Blake is really that good, which I suspect he is. Yeah. Good ops people are hard to find. They are. I don't know what the right thing to do. Ethic. I always feel like I have to think of the hardest thing, and then in my head, that's automatically the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got to go to Blake and tell him, hey, Alice told me this, and I'm going to tell management, but just so you know, so I'm being above board, and that's just so awkward. and tricky and <laughs> i would be unlikely to do that in real life yeah so it must be but it's right. easy to say on a podcast <laughs> i love how you are like i do the hard thing because usually that's the right thing yeah the hardest thing of all and the highest value thing to your company is to go to blake and convince him to stay oh yeah that's right yeah perfect that's what i would do <laughs> you just have a chat yep 
Use your reality distortion field. Mm-hmm. Blake, this place is great. Why are you holding up two fingers and moving them slowly side to side? Blake, you want to stay at this company. That company isn't the company you're looking for. Hang on, I'm doing that in real life now. I don't know just, what that means. Just one sweeping motion slowly from left to right with two fingers in the air. It helps if you're wearing a brown robe with a hood and sitting in a speeder on Tatooine. I have no idea what you're talking about. That sounds like Star Wars. But... Yes, Jedi mind trick. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Oh, a Jedi. Okay, got it. I thought you were like doing a sassy no-no like finger <laughs> shake in, in someone's face. That would be one finger, not two. Oh, well, maybe for emphasis, it's two, two hands this time. I felt like that was a pretty obtuse reference, but not one that was unachievable. We'll have to see. I wonder if other people disagree. <laughs> I have like a Star Wars and Star Trek blind spot in my cultural knowledge. Oh, really? I, I know about it through osmosis, but just doesn't doesn't resonate with me like it does with a lot of people. Yeah. Huh. So don't take my advice. That's what I'm saying. I can't be trusted because I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> okay. True. Yeah. I feel like what I would actually do in real life, not hardest thing that sounds the best, I would probably say that i had seen indications that blake i wouldn't say blake told alice and alice told me that he is leaving in three weeks i would say i'm concerned that blake seems unhappy or Mm -hmm. might be considering other offers Mm -hmm. and i'm worried that that could put us in a bad spot if he were to leave i would love that idea that's almost exactly what i would do the only thing different is that i would do it in a slightly more nasally and annoying voice than you would (laughs) I thought you were going to say by taking your hands from left to right in a sweeping motion. You know, I was doing like windshield wiper motions and just trying to figure out what what that would look like. I would also say something like, hey, actually, I wouldn't even say that. I was going to suggest that maybe go to management and say, hey, what are we doing to retain Blake? He's a key key mm. player. You know, if we lost him, it would be catastrophic. Wink, wink. but i think that's all above board like you don't have to disclose that you know you don't have to say that he's leaving but you can kind of clue management in and it could work out really good for him yeah it's easy when it's someone else's job and we don't know any of the details if you felt like there was some risk of them rage firing blake then i would be more concerned but in this situation it just sounds like that's pretty unlikely yeah that's that's not what you do to a, a very competent, capable person who is right. thinking of leaving. Who's in demand with other companies. Yeah, that's just that's just not how you do it. Yep. Yeah. But we've underestimated the evil of companies in the past. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. There there are companies that will rage fire in the future. There are. I guess managers more than companies. It right. seems like an unlikely company policy, but Yeah. Well, the startup probably doesn't have a written policy on anything, so it could go that's anyway. That's true. All right. I think we did answer the question. Shall we move on to the next one? Yes, I will read it. It is from an anonymous listener who says, Someone I worked closely with on a previous job has reached out to me asking for a referral and recommendation to my current company. The problem is I really didn't enjoy working with this person. Oh, no. The experience was so bad it prompted me to leave that job for another one. Oh, my gosh. I didn't want to burn bridges, so when I left the job, I cited personal reasons and did not mention the real reason was that I hated the interpersonal (laughs) dynamics there. It could be the case that their toxic behavior was partially due to the toxic organization we were in. It's also possible that over the years they've matured, but I don't know. On the other hand, each time I've asked someone for a referral, 
They've always done it, so I assume that there's an expectation to refer previous coworkers. I can't, in good conscience, recommend this person to my current company. If I provide my true opinions, I suppose they'd eventually find out. Can this person sue me for defamation if they don't get hired? Oh, you just had to throw in the earth law question at the end there, didn't you? Listen, in space, you can sue. It depends on the size of your laser beams, and that's it. Like, that's how disputes are settled. So, yes, in space. (laughs) And defamation looks a lot like a giant hole in your ship caused by lasers. (laughs) Yeah. This probably depends a lot on what country you're in, too, because I I believe these laws are different in different countries. Mm, Interesting. I know something about how i think the laws are much stricter around libel and slander in the uk than in the united states it's easier to get someone in trouble for saying a thing that you don't like about you oh really okay is this your professional legal advice or just or what what is that always yeah that's my guarantee (laughs) for everything i say on this show the internet tells tells me that defamation has to be false so oh this changes everything i mean if it's not false then probably good and yes my professional uh, yeah i passed a pull-up bar today so technically i passed the bar (laughs) which qualifies me to give professional legal advice and when you say you passed the pull-up bar you mean you walked past it right yeah i walked past (laughs) yeah exactly i passed the bar (laughs) i mean i saw it and i walked past it (laughs) (laughs) good very good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think we can skip that question but because i'm pretty sure no but talk to a real lawyer real mere earth lawyer if you want to know for sure but i think no yeah can this person sue me for defamation if they don't get hired oh my gosh i don't want to live in a world where you can't say (laughs) hey i worked with this person and it sucked (laughs) right (laughs) like i don't know that's that's bad i mean okay here's the thing is there is there a term for when you do everything you say, but it's not what the person expected you to do. Like, I don't want to call it a, a white lie. There's a subreddit called Malicious Compliance. Yes, that that's kind it. of like that. Yes. Okay, so Malicious Compliance. In this case, you could say, yes, I will pass along the reference to my company. Do not qualify the term reference, good or bad. Then go to your boss and say, this person has applied. They are terrible. If you, hire, if you hire them, I will have to leave myself. <laughs> and this is my referral. <laughs> Your company will soon be a smoking ruin. <laughs> and then when they apply, your boss can say, thank you, but we've decided to consider other candidates at this time. Yeah. Uh, I think I believe that I'm the smartest human that's ever lived and a never wrong. Okay. <laughs> and I could so, buy that. I have had people I worked with that I didn't enjoy working with, mm-hmm. but that I still believed were were like competent and capable. It's just we didn't mesh. And I've had people I didn't work with that I believe shouldn't work somewhere that I work <laughs> ever. Okay. And this sounds more like the second. It's not like they just had a different style that you clashed with. It's more like you think they will be bad for the company. Okay. Yeah, I think you're fine in that case to tell the... It's more like, what do you tell the, the person who asked you for a referral? Right. Then what do you tell the company? Well, it, it only really matters if they drill down with you and try to ask exactly what you passed along to the company. Yeah. And that's when it can get awkward. I've given plenty of referrals and they've 
not been bad <laughs> so far. So I've always said, yeah, I, I, I'll give you a glowing referral and here's all the nice things I'll say about you. Well, that's like a warrant canary. But, you know, if someone if someone says, can you yeah, give me a exactly. referral? And you say, yeah, I'll give you yeah. a great referral. That's one thing. But if yeah. you just say, yes. <laughs> yep. And that's it. <laughs> that's all you say. Then professional courtesy is such a strange, strange passive aggressive thing. I also wonder if this is a like if, is this a tech mega company, right? Does this company employ a hundred thousand people, and it's like, help me get into to like Facebook or something? I don't know some company that that you might think has a high bar, and lots of people might want to work there. Mm -hmm. And then it's weird because it's not as much. Am I going to like saw my own hand off, do this really painful thing that will hurt me? It's more like, do I want to? Do I want to prevent this other person from getting something that might be good for them? Yeah. Like say they're going to join another team on a, another project that's that's yeah, like many degrees removed from you. That's very different from working on the same team at a big company. Yeah. Toxic behavior though. I mean, that sounds bad. <laughs> Toxic behavior sounds more sounds like more than kind of difficult to work with. Yeah, I don't know. I I do know. I don't know. I said I don't know. You know how you just say words to fill space sometimes? Uh, do that a lot. no. <laughs> I wish I didn't. I think that I would tell the company, don't hire this person. And I would say something like, I'll pass on your resume or something vague and noncommittal to the person. If I didn't want to just get in their face and say, you're trash and I hate you and <laughs> you sh you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> like you normally do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you reserve that for people you like, I guess. <laughs> i just count on them being able to interpret my sarcasm over text i guess <laughs> when i say bad things about you it means good things right i swear yeah i mean the, one of the comments here strikes me though and it makes me concerned which is that if i provide my true opinions i suppose they'd eventually find out that's the thing that makes it hard yeah what do you care they're not your friend i don't know but Jameson, it's important for everyone on earth to like me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This would be worse if this person was your friend, but you thought they were bad at their job. Yeah. If if there's someone that you just think is, you just had a really bad time with them and they're not good at employee. <laughs> I mean, who, who cares if they find out through the grapevine that you gave them a bad referral? Come on, you can't. I know. I'm, I'm just really surprised to hear you say that. If you think there's a non-zero chance they're going to show up at your house with a weapon, like, yeah, I guess that could be bad. That's your bar. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, well, I don't know. I just, I think now I'm going to start talking about you a little bit, but I think you okay. have kind of a deep seated need to A, be liked by everyone and oh, B, absolutely. not cause anyone any pain ever. Absolutely. Unquestionably. But I had a bad day today. Okay. So. <laughs> It's it, it that's all gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson Dance is um, one bad day away from trashing yep. everyone he loves. Yep, I'm grumpy <laughs> enough that I I have squashed my empathy down. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's hard. Everyone who I like and respect must like me. That's okay. that's that's like It's the new bar. The Jameson Prime directive. <laughs> it is not healthy and good. But yeah, I mean, you're so far removed from this person. You don't work with them anymore. It's not even that you went from that job to this job. It sounds like it's been multiple jobs in between. 
if you're not like roommates with them and don't have to interact with them, mm-hmm. I don't see a strong downside to saying I will pass on your resume and then saying pass it on with like a frowny face stamped on it. We did edit this part of the question out, but the the listener wrote in that it's actually their spouse. Oh, <laughs> oh, ah, <laughs> shoot. Their toxic behavior. Just a small wrinkle. Yeah. That'd be wild. Imagine that you were married to somebody and they just they were just so political and awful at work and but somehow they were great not at work. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like backstabbing you over and over again in meetings and But then when you get home it's like, I love you, honey. You have these wonderful <laughs> dates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's get down to it. Yeah, can this person sue me for defamation? Well, yes, in space. Sorry, I, I <laughs> clearly. Almost, yeah, but I'm pretty sure no, and I think you're fine if they find out. I mean, wow, interesting. If they didn't want you to give them a negative referral, maybe they should not have been toxic. Like, it's not your job to preserve them to hide your direct experience with them from your company, mm-hmm. and that's often some of the most valuable signal that companies look for in hiring is, is for referrals sure. and recommendations from people. For sure. Okay, well, I, I do have one quick story I want to share on this of someone who actually dodged sharing a referral that was, I was asking for the referral for me. Mm-hmm. Have I told you this before? When I was- I don't know. I was thinking about getting into speaking, like professional speaking. This is like mm-hmm. almost 10 years ago. I had done some talks at, like internally to medium-sized audiences at my own company. And one of the people who had complimented me on my talk, I approached them later and asked if they would be willing to write a letter of recommendation so that I could apply to speak at other venues and other events. And so I got on a call and said, hey, would you be willing to write a letter of recommendation for me that I can use when I'm applying to give talks elsewhere? And this person was so smooth. He pretended like he didn't actually even hear my question and was just talking to me about like, oh yeah, you're a great speaker. You got a lot ahead of you. <laughs> you know, I look forward to hearing about all your adventures. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So would you be willing to write a letter of rec- recommendation for me? Oh, man, you know, I would love to hear about your next speaking event. And I like, <laughs> I probably asked three times before it dawned on me, he's dodging the question. It was, it was smooth. It was very smooth. So you could like develop oh, your your skills at dodging questions and then just never actually commit to it, but then make the person walk away feeling good about the conversation. That's what happened to me. It's been a long time since I've told a, my dad's story, but my dad has a story about letters of recommendation. I can't remember if this was what someone did to him or what he did to someone else. Okay. So I'm going to, it makes him cooler if he did it to someone else. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to assume that's, that's the case. Do it. Um, someone asked him for a letter of recommendation. And he said, you write me the letter that you think I would write you and put it in an envelope and I'll look at it and send it if I agree with it. Oh, but was there an agreement that you couldn't ask if I sent it or not? Let's say yes. Because that would make it awesome. Let's say yes. <laughs> Did you send it? Did you send it? Did you send it? I can't answer. Yeah. That. We agreed that I would not answer. <laughs> you'll, you'll never know if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find it in the trash can the next day. Yeah. I think the philosophy there is you are likely to try to, you want the person who's going to send it to agree and think like, yeah, this represents my opinion and words. So you're likely to try and make it real. As accurate as possible, right? Yeah. But if you were super toxic, then maybe it'll be like, I 
poopy head do recommend this person <laughs> and i'm so dumb like <laughs> and i they'll just so write dumb. it for you to to just lay out sick burns on you and then hope you'll send it oh my god yeah gosh. hope you'll just send it and then oh no i do like the the incentive tension that that creates though it's like those negotiation tactics where it's almost like a silent auction you know i love that it's fantastic yeah it's beautiful all right well there's some concrete ideas you can try out. They'll all work, so just pick one of them. Any of them will do. Yeah, it's all good. If people want their own questions answered, what should they do? Go to softskills.audio and click the Ask a Question button, and we just have to say thank you to all the people who have done that. So many of you, so great. We will get to all of them eventually. Keep them coming. All right, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>